Hello, welcome again, and thank you so much for joining another episode of 421 with Dave. Um, I've just smoked um, a little bit of uh, a nice sativa called Casey Jones. Um, it's the same one I smoked last time I recorded an episode. Um, and I like it because it's, it sparks, sparks creativity, ideas... Uh, it helps me generate ideas. Um, it helps me get inspired to write, etc. So it's a nice one. So uh, today I want to talk about advice. So my thoughts for today, the thoughts that I want to share with you all today are regarding the worst advice that I ever received. And I want to uh, start this episode by asking you the same question. What is the worst piece of advice that you have ever received? So in my case, the worst piece of advice that I received started when I was turning maybe 16, 17 in high school. And then it was time for everyone to start thinking about what is it that they wanted to do after high school. I was completely lost during my high school years in terms of not knowing my talents being completely unaware of my gifts and my skills and the things that I was good at. I was capitalizing on the things that I was not good at, but I was not taking time or I was not getting any guidance or I didn't have a conversation with anyone that could enlighten me, enlighten me, sorry, regarding uh, the, the good things that I have, the things that I had to offer, the things that make me different, the things that helped help me excel. So um, it was pretty tough because I was just focusing on my weaknesses, on the things that I was not very good at or uh, the things that I was not really interested in. So I was feeling very defeated because my academic performance during high school was terrible. Um, I was mm, failing classes. I was taking summer, summer courses. I had private tutors. My entire life revolved around school and I didn't have time to play and to develop other interests or even become interested in developing new hobbies, etc. Uh, because I was always thinking about those subjects in school, like algebra, trigonometry, calculus. Even though I knew from the very beginning, when I had my first uh, algebra class, that that was something that I was not going to use uh, to make a living. I had that clarity for some reason. My psych told me, you know what, no, don't worry too much about it because you don't, you don't, you're not going to work in this field. Um, maybe that's a message that I sent to myself unconsciously um, to cope with the fact that I was doing terrible in those classes. And in classes that I was very good at, like languages, humanities, etc., the exposure that I had to those fields were, were, uh, was very minimal. So, yeah, so I grew up thinking that I was not smart, that I was growing up, I grew up, sorry, comparing myself 
first to my brothers uh, at home because they, with very minimal effort, they managed to excel academically, always. Very smart, very pragmatic. So they always did really good at school. And I, only, and I did not. So I compared myself to them. I remember waiting for that math tutor on Saturdays, 4 p.m. All the kids are downstairs playing, my brothers, playing everyone. And I'm the only kid locked in my apartment waiting for a fucking math tutor to arrive to give me shit about my performance and to give me a lot of homework uh, to deepen the bad relationship that I had with this subject. It didn't help at all. And uh, that's something that I thought about as an adult. Like, that strategy didn't work but I, because I fucking hated it. It was terrible. It caused a lot of anxiety without knowing that anxiety existed at the time. Like, the term mental health didn't exist when I was a kid. So... But now that I think about it, it created a lot of anxiety. It created even panic sometimes because I was forced to try to excel at something that I was not interested in excelling. So um, when I was in grade 11, which is in Colombia, uh, you know, high school goes to, to grade 11, uh, not grade 12 like here in Canada. So in grade 11... I was completely um, doubtful of myself and also about the path that I wanted to walk. I didn't know where to walk. I didn't know what to do. So the advice that I got, but still, that got the advice that I started getting at 16 is... You have to go to university as soon as you finish high school. Uh, friends, for the most part, told me this. Um, that in order to get success, you needed to start university right after high school. My parents were not putting much pressure in the topic. But we also didn't have the conversation of alternatives. Hey, so what do you want to do after high school? Uh, no, the conversations were more about, yeah, so what are you going to study after high school? Yeah, we support whatever decision, but yeah, what is, but not like, hey, what do you want to do? Like, I never, nobody asked me that. Like, when I was, when I, when I was growing up and finished high, finishing high school, nobody asked me, what do you want to do now? It's like, now you have to do what it is suppo supposed to be done. What everybody does. And to me, that was the worst advice ever because I ended up making a very rushed decision regarding the program uh, that I was going to pursue at university. Because I didn't take the time to have a conversation with myself to become aware of my reality, my skill, my talent, my desires, my interests, my present and my future. So I knew I liked things like music and languages, but I, 
didn't see that as a potential career because back in the day they were not considered real serious options. Pretty much all the decisions and everybody went to school for the same five programs, like the traditional programs. Um, so like going, you know, like going out of that path, it was judged upon and people would like look down on you and hey, but that's like, a, that's not even a career, you know. I remember like very, very much, uh, you know, like very vividly uh, this moment where I, I was with three of my friends. One of them he knew from a long time that he wanted to be a lawyer and that's what he became and I think that's still what he does. We're, we're not uh, in contact anymore. But at the time where well, he wanted to go for law, me, pff, no idea. And then the other guy mentioned that he wanted to do, to do industrial design and what my friend my other friend instead of like asking really okay tell me about it what do you like about it what you know like how are you making your decision no instead of that in, on opening a conversation he went straight to the judgment and he went industrial design what the fuck is that like that's like a little career you know or like an insignificant career, he made it feel, he made it sound like that. And I saw how that impacted my other friend. Yeah, I saw that like, oh, he's, his expression changed and, yeah, and, and again, like, it sucked because he didn't go for that. He went to university for industrial design first. And after many, many, many years, I, I know that he pursued, uh, pursued uh, industrial design. But maybe that comment or that judgment from this other friend and maybe from other people in his circle deterred him from going through what he really wanted to do after. So, yeah, so that advice, what, you know, like go to university right after high school. For some people, it works. For some students, it works because they have clarity from early ages or they have gone through a very impactful transitional program where they become very self-aware about the things that they want to do. Uh, so for some of them work and, and that's their goal, like just goes right after university and the program speaks to them and they are excited about the program and they get involved and they get and they participate actively and they learn and they're curious and they interact, yes? So it's beautiful to see when a student has that clarity at such young age to pursue what they wanna do. But in many, many cases, students that are that young between 15 and 19, uh, they have a, they, they're real, they, they, they live in different realities. Yeah, from at home, at school, their friends, their partners, uh, influencers, like, you know. So it's a lot of confusion and a lot of doubt. Uh, so why rushing into a decision of going right ahead to university and getting dead and, and that if you are not positive about the choice that you want to make so that's my case so 
um, I don't know what to do, but then my, my dad has a business, had a business. So then pe- people were saying, well, your dad has a business, so just like study business administration and you take over your dad's business, yeah? And that's, the, that's, all, the, that's all the rationale that I, that I, you know, behind my decision was pretty much that, the easy option. Okay, I, my dad has a business, so I might as well just go into business school to take over my, business, my dad's business, yeah? And I did that, and I remember I went to the institutions to, uh, we're talking about 1996. So we're, we're, we're going to, I'm going to the universities. At that time, internet doesn't exist yet, or nobody has internet at home or nothing. Schools don't have internet yet. So you actually, to get information about the programs, you actually had to go in person, get brochures and all that. And I remember going to th- through the brochures, and seeing these um, the, uh, the, these courses uh, that were part of the syllabus of the program, yeah, and getting no excitement whatsoever about what I was reading, zero excitement, zero. It was like it was like it was like dull. It was like feeling like, oh my God, I'm, what the fuck is this? This looks so boring. But I still did it. I still did it. I succumbed to the pressure of having to go to university right after high school because you have to adult, because you have to start uh, generating income and that, you know, like pressure that society puts on you and pressure that you put yourself, that, that you put on yourself, sorry. So... It was the worst decision ever because I did not enjoy that program at all. Only one program, I sorry, only one class spoke to me in the entire program. Taller de Expresión, Expression Workshop in semester one. It's the only class that did something to me. The rest, I fucking hated being there. Um... So though that time, yeah, that I, I'm a university in Colombia is five years as opposed to four here in North America. So I just like spent five years of my life sitting down at a desk where gibberish were, were, was, you know, uh, being talked about and where nothing made sense, where I was bored out of my mind. So I could have used that time to do something more productive, something more positive, something more empowering that would have, could have contributed to my growth as a person and as a professional too, even though I was not part of the university or the post-secondary system yet. So if I could turn back time, what would I do? Uh, I would have uh, taken a gap year. I would have taken a gap year. I would have um, learned, you know, like uh, travel to improve my English uh, and work in that country and stay in that country and, and take 10 entry-level jobs and taste things here, taste their things there, uh, get my mojo and and make decisions from there based on these experiences that I've had based on like this growth that I've 
seeing in myself and the different angle and lens that I have to see life now. What do I want to do? What skills I have developed that I want to strength further or that I want to continue to use? Okay, so what program is related to that? Now, what skills I have developed but I have no interest in continue working, uh, you know, using uh, for work. So what are programs that, that would imply that I have to use those skills? And then you start making decisions. More informed. If post-secondary is definitely something that you want to do. Remember that now, in, in today's age, not everyone has to go through the post-secondary system. People can, people, uh, can be self-taught. So really like the ones choosing to go through the educational path and go through post-secondary, they need to make very you know, informed decisions so that they truly enjoy the experience of being in post-secondary, which could be life-changing and it could be the best years of your fucking life. So that, is the worst, that, that's, that was the worst advice. Uh, and, and I learned from it, yeah? I kind of, I lost five years of my life, but still I grew and I learned other things through life and whatever. But things could have been so much better and so more, so more aligned to my own humanity if I had had the chance to explore other options and if I would have had conversations regarding what I wanted to do after high school as opposed to what I was supposed to do. So I want to wrap up by asking the question that I posed at the beginning. What is the worst advice that you have ever received and what do you learn from that um thank you very much for um listening to this episode i really appreciate it uh i really appreciate that you're taking time from your day to uh listen to my thoughts and i hope uh something resonates and I want to wish you a happy Sunday and a beautiful week. Today is Sunday, March 1st of 2020. Thank you very much. Gracias. Ciao.